what is good to find dolls to find dudes so i definitely want to do a part two on this or talk a little bit about it a little bit more but um i just saw um some comments and it was talking about how somehow there are some women out there that think that resting in your femininity is because you want to get a man's attention what so i just wanted to come on here and clear for the record when i talk about resting in my femininity not a once have i thought of resting in my femininity to impress or attract a man one of the first times i talked about on my channel um i think falling in love with the resting in my femininity um concept was uh recognizing that i could burn the cape burn the cross and not have to be you know out here trying to save men of all things right and taking on burden burdens that masculate me and you know are gonna leave me looking like an angry black woman and so it has gone on to mean things for me such as just being at peace right being serene um acknowledging that I am an emotional creature, right? I think that some of the conversations that are coming up right now um, and very fitting and fit in is um, how to balance those emotions. You know, we we, um, inadvertently came across the physiological effects of after you have sex, especially for women, you create, your body gives off... um, oxytocin which makes you more inclined to want to bond and cuddle and that sentimental you know part of you comes out Um, men do produce produce it too but not as much as men and like i've said before they their testosterone interacts with other chemicals that their body gives off when they um for example engage in sex and it takes them down a whole other role but i just didn't care how the time to go down that rabbit hole at this point in time in my life but for me it meant that I could acknowledge right so I'm not saying that you want to be so emotional that you become a victim of you know your emotions or that you're swayed um by your emotions it's just like it's okay for me to laugh and cry and to feel sad sometimes um as whereas before it just felt like I had to be strong and I had to um assert my dominance and and to be loud and heard and really kind of like pit bull in a skirt where I'm like ah you know um and so it's even to the point where I've even mentioned this before too um as much as I would like to see some more solidarity within the quote-unquote sisterhood, um, I just do not like the energy that there are some women out there that give off that, like, DMX, hey, yo, bitch, like, kind of energy. So I've noticed that um, resting in my femininity means that I'm staying away from 
those type of women that are just angry and like really aggressive like even when we have content where we're I at the end of the day it might not be for me or I might not like the the approach but I'm like okay I can see where there's going to be people that come to her channel and it's going to elevate womanhood and then you just have some that are not conducive to what is going on in the black community but I'm like you know what she has her time and place and you know I've mentioned this before some women respond better to um just bitchy energy I am not one of those people I've talked about this before and you know I've always been I'm the only girl in my family besides my mom and been like this from a young age like if if my parents yelled at me it wasn't so much that I was getting yelled at it's just like a disappointment or or sad and type of a thing you know and, and so I don't like the energy that comes with it um and you know once I became an adult it was like I remember you know you'd have your your problems at work and you just hold that in and your little bottom lip is quivering type of thing but you just got to muscle through it and then when you go to lunch you just cry on the, you know cry in the car to you know go get your food come back and you know wipe those tears away you'd never know <laughs> type of a thing to me resting in my femininity also means like I've mentioned that there's a piece that comes with it um and so I would say that was around maybe February so has it been a good six months I would say it's been a good six months and um it takes time to download and install that but it means that um another way that when I think of resting my femininity I'm not fighting any battles right um and I don't feel that I have the burden of the whole black community on my back. Um, I'm in a space right now, and you can kind of hear it within the last week or so, where I still do voice, you know, um, appeals to the collective of um, how to address the cancer that we have in our community, you know, that we have to be willing to call out the bad apples um, in order for us to heal the body as a whole you know of the whole collective and resting in my femininity yeah I never really thought of it as something to <sighs> impress men um one of the comments that the same person was kind of insinuating that um, black women in luxury and the soft life movement also had to do with trying to attract a man into your life. And it's unfortunate that that's what they got out of it. Because when I think about black women in luxury, which is one of my favorite, I noticed that there were a lot of channels on YouTube that were starting to portray that lifestyle. And then, um, there's not that many TikToks or YouTube stuff on it, but I absolutely love Black Women in Luxury because it's a celebration of, you know, for some people it's accomplishments. For some people it's, you know, if they're trust fund babies, being able to celebrate. One of the, there was a TikTok that I heard, I saw yesterday um, 
that channel had recently uploaded a new um, TikTok, a new um, video with a compilation of TikToks. And when it got to her segment, it actually made me tear up. And I felt it so deep within me, um, almost like a wave washing over me. Like if I were on the at the bottom of the ocean and this huge wave just kind of like still overwhelms me, like that's how deep and profound it felt. But she said, you know, I, resting... I, I, she said something along the lines of, I celebrate resting because my ancestors would have given so much to just take a moment to sit and be at peace. And that struck me, you know, that we are in many ways our ancestors' dreams. When you think of them working in the fields, my grandparents worked in the on the railroads and and like i think you know that's something that i've had to to learn to accept too right like not having to i can celebrate that me living a passive income lifestyle Right. And I'm coming out of a couple of years of <laughs> of working, you know, my way up from the dish room to corporate understanding, you know, there were times I've mentioned this before and, and I'm I'm still thankful for the process. But I remember carrying tables, one table in both hands um, across campus and no one to help, basically just a mule at work. You know, and don't worry, I got it right. I learned that part of resting my femininity meant that I delegate. And the last three years that I was there, I learned to put in a work order and request everything just as if you were getting it done, like top of the line catering to where my events were just as... um appealing and enticing as um that of the president's assistant right and i remember i I have pictures and videos and of you know i would take learn to to demand and expect the quality and i would have my staff to help me and i was talking with my dad about this but not necessarily about the resting and femininity, but about learning how to delegate. And so that allowed me to come in and I could wear my high heels and my cute tops and have my hair and makeup done and not worry that it's going to get sweat, sweated off or break a nail or anything. And all I had to do was just when, you know, my, my employees came in, when my, you know, the people for the work orders came in, I would just point my little Swartzky's failed fingernails and say, I want this, I want that. So to me, that kind of exemplifies resting in my femininity, right? Uh, Delegating, learning how to delegate. If anything, learning how to ask for help. I think that even in learning how to ask for help, it also, I think to me, resting in your femininity 
also does not have you dependent, I think, on men. And it kind of can sound a little bit like I'm saying two opposite things. If if you want to ding me on that, be gentle, right? I can recognize where it can seem like it's opposing views, but... Resting in my femininity is about my peace of mind and moving away from the stereotypes that because let's let's explore a little bit the opposite, right? So masculinity, you know, me being masculated, right? We talk about how men are emasculated, right? Uh, men are emasculated when they want that 50-50, when they're wearing the dresses, when they're wearing the makeup, when they have the high estrogen pitch voices, when they um, have certain mannerisms, when they have, you know, soft, delicate mannerisms and they're excitable and they're full of emotions. And I remember I was reading some comments and um, it was another guy and he said, you can definitely tell that this guy was raised by a bunch of women because he talks a lot, right? Um, and so that's what, that's what it would mean to emasculate someone, right? He's taking on feminine characteristics, right? And so for me to be emasculated, it would mean that I was doing all of those things before. Like, um, I don't know, I kind of do think of angry black woman right up there being with um not resting in my femininity but kind of just wanting to exert my power and to dominate and to crush like those are the things that I think of when I think of being masculated right so it's like I really want to stick it to you and I really want to make you feel bad about you know this oppression and you have to hear me and I'm gonna like brutalize you and and make you feel the wrath and um and so um I've even mentioned like uh one of the things that I did when I started to rest in my femininity too I observed that the men on my Facebook group they had pictures of them golfing one guy he's a jeweler um you know, out with their wives or their girlfriends, driving cars, buying houses, you know, living their best life. And I noticed that they didn't have anywhere close to the amount of content that I had about George Floyd and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and police brutality and um, what was that other guy, you know, like the Stephen Clark. I had gotten my um, two of my Instagram channels taken down um fighting for stefan clark i was contacting news um companies and presidents and law enforcement and like and they shadow banned the second one i i can't even log back in anymore they shut me down right so that's what i think of when i think about being masculated and so when I decided that I was going to join the Resting in My Femininity movement, I went through my social media and I removed every and anything that was going to make me look like an angry black woman. So took down all the Martin Luther King stuff, took down all the police brutality stuff, took down all of the, um, 
you know, stuff about Stephen Clark and, you know, all the things that, you know, talking about how white people oppress you and that type of thing. Now, that being said, I started to get, and to this day, I still get friend requests, right? Two and three friend requests, right? Like when I first did that, it was just starting to pull because I wasn't giving off this energy of being like that angry black woman, right? And so it just makes you more attractive and pleasant. Like nobody wants to deal with someone who's just going to be toxic and angry all the time. Um, and so they were talking about how, um, black women in luxury and women, um, living a soft life was about attracting a, a a man too. Again, it's not, I think it can be a byproduct, but I don't think that the movement as a whole is about that at all. I talked about how, in my opinion, black women in luxury is absolutely a celebration of you're excellent. Some people, some women have acquired that type of wealth because of the education or their careers or their business or entrepreneurship, right? And some of them are trust fund babies and they're able to enjoy things that the ancestors couldn't. But it's a celebration of being able to enjoy nice things, things that our ancestors couldn't enjoy before drinking nice things, tasting nice things, wearing nice clothes, access to places that we never thought we could go to and experience before and the excitement and the joy and doing it with family and friends, meeting new people, going new places, right? A happy, vibrant, prosperous life, right? For those of you who grew up Christian, it's kind of like, I have come that you might live life abundantly, you know, and so then when you think about soft life, soft life to me is I love it because I think that for the collective, a lot of women miss the point on black women in luxury. And um, it became one of those things where you're trying to keep up with the Benjamins and you're trying to um, not, <laughs> not with the Benjamins, trying to keep up with the, with the neighbors, keep up with the Smiths, I think is what is the right term, right? And, um, trying to, and so then you would have missed out on the whole point of it. It's kind of like, even if you have to take 10 years to make that first million, which a lot of you know that Warren Buffett was able to take 10,000 at the age of 18 or 21 and let it compound, um, for 10 years and that's the first uh after 10 years he became a millionaire and then he just continued to compound and get to the point that he is now right excuse me and so it's being able to make some sacrifices up until you get that point but when it's time to celebrate now you can really celebrate the way that you want to and so i do believe that there are some things that um, the collective goes through whether they believe in spirituality or not, or whether they believe in zodiac placements or not, conscious or subconscious. The soft life movement was an opportunity for women who didn't understand the assignment the first time to step back and and kind of like reflect what black women in luxury is all about. And so when you step back, 
you recognize that soft life is about being gentle with yourself. You know, um, taking that time to pamper yourself, taking the time out to have quiet time, taking the time to make sure that you're not getting the juice of life squeezed out of you. You know, when you think about going to work and it's just you're being pushed and pulled in so many directions and have so many demands placed upon you from work and from family and from school and and all these other things, right? And it's just about taking that time to love and care on yourself. And so for that and for that, it's going to mean different things to people. And and now it's not tied to... um. Let me go buy a Birkin. Let me go buy a Louis Vuitton. Let me go buy a Bentley. Let me go buy another mansion. Let me show myself traveling in all these exotic places. It's like, what makes you happy in your soul? And sometimes, um, to me, black women in luxury is kind of like the culmination of your life. To me, soft life is the things that you do from day to day, from hour to hour. So it can mean things like you stopping by Starbucks to just get yourself a, um, I like their, they have a hibiscus drink. You know, you just get a small one, go to the drive-thru and then just keep it pushing to wherever you're going, right? Sometimes we, I don't necessarily recommend that we all resort to some type of comfort food, right? But sometimes we just want our favorite. There was one restaurant that I like to go to. You know what? But it's not even, I would probably do like a 24-hour fast and go there. I don't know. It, it's Don't come at me, but it's really good. There's a Corky's. There, they have Corky's out here. And um, every time I'd go there, the waiter, he got my order right after like the second and I just the hot chocolate there is one of the best hot chocolates I've had the other best hot chocolate I've had too was in Las Vegas I forget which um restaurant it was but it was definitely a five star um I might do another review on it I do want to go back to Vegas soon um but their hot chocolate is really good their mac and cheese is really good and they also have I ended up trying other things. Their omelet is really good. It's really filling. Um, and there was another favorite thing I used to like to order. So, you know, um, just we were talking about comfort foods. So for some of us, it can be comfort foods. You know, do that within reason. Um, it can mean literally like I have come to fall in love with walking you know, um, and so soft life can mean after work, just going for a walk in nature. Soft light life can mean playing the 936 hertz music with Tibetan singing, hole, singing bowls while you fall asleep. Soft life can mean going to brunch with your friends on Sunday. Soft life can mean going to get, treating yourself to a a manicure or pedicure. Soft life can mean treating yourself to a facial. Soft life can mean going to somebody who's going to 
do your hair, but also um, paying a little bit extra to get that extra 20 minutes of massage of your scalp. Soft life can mean booking a massage. You know, soft life can mean driving down the coast along Malibu. Right? Soft life can mean buying yourself flowers. Soft life can mean hiring a housekeeper to come in and help get you up to code for the week ahead. Right? So, to me, I don't see those things as you... Nothing to... None of the things I've described to scream... I'm trying to get a man to depend, you know, that that can come in and rescue me at all, especially soft life and even black women in luxury. Like that, that doesn't tell me I'm trying to attract a man at all. I'm just not seeing it. So here's what I'm going to do. I have been loving um, putting the question up with my um, podcast and I. I will absolutely read your comments and share it with the collective, but um, I'm going to do a question and I think you're going to see it right below this podcast and I'm going to ask you, you know, you can feel free to use it as like a comment section, but I'm going to ask you, what do you think of when you think of um, black women in luxury or resting in your femininity or the soft life? What does it mean to you? And do you agree or disagree with me in terms of thinking that it has to do with you trying to attract a man and bring him into your life? Um, I think that I would even go so far as to say if you're going to say that it attracts men into your life, um, I'm going to say that it attracts a certain type of man into your life, right? Um, I still think that it's not going to necessarily attract look. Um, I think it's going to attract a certain type of man into your life, right? Um, men that like feminine women, but it's also going to attract other people to you, right? Because now the, the lines in your face are softer. You know, um, we were talking a little bit in that book from Napoleon Hill, about sex transmutation and how you can look at a man's face and you can see if it's a face of a player, right? If he has like the um, the more straight, harsher lines, it's more um, indicating that he has more lust. And a man that has mastered the balance between love, sex, and romance is going to have a um, softer uh features and it's not because now that I know about it I know what to look for and I do like guys that have more of like a square face and that can explain maybe you know (laughs) I probably am attracted more to like that player type of face although my yeah but I I do like them like with the muscular and that means I have more testosterone and all the other thing and um high cortisol levels too are actually make men attractive to make women attractive to men with high cortisol levels. You don't necessarily want cortisol in a woman because it translates to belly fat. But again, remember women excrete um, oxytocin and 
it physiologically uh, affects them as well as psychologically. And so with men, it's completely different. They, their body handles cortisol different than women. So it's not that they won't have belly fat, but they process it different than women. And um, there's studies that show that women are attracted to men with high cortisol rates. But my point being that um, when you when you look like a pleasant person, you know, and you look like a happy, carefree person, it makes people in general um, attracted to you. Right. And agreeable to you and more inviting of that that energy um so those are my thoughts on on that go ahead and answer in the questions and if you're comfortable with me reading the comments off just know i'm gonna as they start coming in i will um i do appreciate i i'm not too averse to people disagreeing with me um i think where where i draw the line is if i kind of figure that it's not going to help the collective move forward then you know and please use proper grammar because don't make me have to uh put you on blast for that if it's a really lovely um comment then i will try to smooth it over but please use your grammar (laughs) correctly too so all right those are my thoughts so let me know what you think in the comments or the question below until the next podcast